0: This is Danny Pate interviewing Scott Stewart for My First Pony, the book. Scott, tell me about your first pony. Um,
1: my first pony I got when I was 11 years old. Um, and actually, I never had any riding lessons or anything. My, my dad just went to the local dealer, and we bought a, a, a saddlebred Palomino. And she was about 14, too. And her name was Trouble. <laughs> was she Trouble? Uh, sometimes. But maybe it was more me than her. I just didn't know the difference at that point. Right. <laughs> but she was great. She did... Uh, everything uh, I did her western English I did pony club I did mini metal mini McClays on her I drove her and, with a sleigh in the winter time and the carriage in the that's just, summertime that's amazing yeah. <laughs> how long did you keep her I had her for about eight years um, I had her she lived in the backyard we lived on just like probably two acres in suburbs of Connecticut uh, near Oxford Hunt Club where I eventually started working so she lived in the backyard in a two stall barn uh, my sister had one other pony so she went everywhere, up and down the streets with us all day long. She, she did everything.
0: What did I, when did you move on to showing uh, after her? What pony did you? Did you go from the horses after her?
1: Yeah, I, well, I did her through Pony Club, um, and I didn't really start showing seriously until I was probably 16 or 17. I did the equitation. Um, so I became a working student at a local barn, and I just would ride whatever who, horses who I Who was have. the
0: person, the trainer? Um,
1: actually, I rode at a, a barn called Silvermine Farm in... Uh, Wilt in Wilton, Connecticut, and um, John Mayer was my first trainer there. And then shortly after that, um, Ella Dupree, who was an amateur and a dressage rider, had a horse there, and she rode with Bill Ellis. Right, and I know Bill. Yeah,
0: I and know the, Bill was married to Mary Jane Hunt. Yep, yeah. I know Bill well. Yeah, he and, and Don Stewart actually used to send me horses they had trouble
1: with. Oh yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Bill was so I actually then became a working student for Bill, Ellis, and. Uh, I rode whatever he would let me ride. How long did you ride with Bill um, until I was out of the juniors? Right. So I did the, mostly the equitation with him. Um, I did a few hunters, but at that point I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: And uh, where did you go from there?
1: Tell me about your success with Bill Ellis. Um, well, I did pretty well in the equitation. I did, I won the warm up at the medal finals, but uh, I got called back in the medal finals that year in '81, and the McLeay finals in '82. I never, I was called back in the top ten at McLeay finals, and then I had a not a great afternoon round but um it was successful in my mind so after that i went to, and got a job um, i started working for oxridge hunt club which right. ended up being three miles from my yeah. house so i started
0: working there yeah that was close and when did, when did you uh, did you keep showing them? when did you move up to the hunters uh, well
1: when i went to oxridge i was 19 and i was really in charge of showing uh the kids horses to get them ready and mostly it was an equitation bard at that point right um i did work with todd Carn, and he had a couple hunters that he qualified for indoors and everything um and actually he left shortly afterwards so i got to ride those horses at indoors that year so that was really my first professional experience i did the regular working hunters how did you do like the indoors that year? i did okay uh actually george morris helped me there he was sort of the trainer for me when i was working at ox ridge um, and I ended up getting some good ribbons at, at the National Horse Show in New York that year. But uh, um, maybe a little bit of a rough start, but I did okay.
0: Well, that's okay. Tell me about your, your next big horse, your first big horse that you really had started to have a success. Because I know you were one of the top riders and the
1: hunter riders Yeah, I, I was sort of a slow start, believe it or not. Um, I, was, uh, I had a horse called Gratis that was a, a beautiful black warm blood that... Um, one of my customers bought, and I started doing that one in the first years, and he had six, some success. Um, then that, that horse got sold to Charlie Weaver for Kelly Klein. Um, and then I guess I had a, a horse for Mimi Tashton called Resolution, who was Horse of the Year in the Green Confirmation a few years after that. And then I you know I've, had, I've been lucky I've had a lot of really top horses. <laughs> How many uh, horse of the years have you had? Uh, you know, I never kept track. Uh, I think I had quite a few back in the day. But that's it. That's right. um, you know, I never kept track, but I did have quite a few back there for riding and for ponies and junior hunters training right. and all that. Um, but that, at that point, I was really mostly training students, and then eventually I went to Old Salem Farm uh, 12 years after being at Ox Ridge, and that's more when I started doing more of the hunters. Right. And then I had a uh, Gosh, I had a lot of horses after that. I went, then went to New Jersey and worked with Ken Berkeley for River's Edge, which I'm doing now. Right. And with Betsy Parker, we've had a lot of horse of the years and a lot of great horses. Lugador, um, for many reasons. Um, gosh, there's a, a million reasons, not, not for many reasons. What uh, was one of your uh, best experiences that you remember going
0: into the ring the Nationalism and some of those...
1: At the National? Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, I, the first time I was champion at the National Horse Show was on a horse we had for Georgina Bloomberg called Dialogue L. And he was my first champion at the, at the Garden. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the last years, so that was pretty special.
0: Oh, yeah, they yeah. don't have them at the Garden anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, at the time, yeah. Madison Square Garden was a thing, yeah. all the riders yeah. and all that. It was
1: yeah. a big thing. Yeah. For them. yeah, I think that might have been one of the last years they had it there. And tell me about your hundred uh, perfect 100 score. 100, well, that I got in Catch Me, incredible horse Becky Goshman owns. Um, and he had gotten a lot of 97, 98s for the last couple of years. And one afternoon here in the, in the Grand, it was a perfect course for him. I could gallop to the single oxers both ways. And um, he just had a perfect round. I thought actually, when I landed, it might actually happen. <laughs> and I didn't have that feeling quite often. And then it was a little bit shocking when they actually said the hundred. Yeah, that's amazing. Probably yeah. the only one perfect scored. Is that the only one? No, no. There's. I think that's the fourth. I think Shashin Bell with In Disguise. Uh Rob Rob Cluccio with Justice. Uh, not Justice. What was his name? Uh, it'll come. Justified. Rob Cluccio. Then Tori Colvin had one on Way Cool, which was one of our horses. Mm-hmm. And then, that was good. So yeah. you had two horses. Yeah, to get a yeah one is a trainer and, and mm-hmm. then one as a rider, finally.
0: Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. And what's your uh, big horse now that you're sure? Do you still show Catch Me
1: occasionally? Uh, not very much. He mostly just does shows with Becky in the amateurs. Um, I have a lot of nice horses this year. I have uh, For Always that I do in the regular confirmation mm-hmm. and Nottingham in the high performance and um, Charlemagne in the regular confirmation. And a bunch of them first-year horses. So. Right. You have
0: a partner. Tell me about your partner. You guys yeah. uh, breed a lot of horses, don't you?
1: Um, Ken Berkeley and I, we've been together for almost 30 years. And we uh, we actually bred a lot of horses. <laughs> and a couple of them ended up being okay. Nothing at the huge top level. Right. You know, breeding, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. So do you
0: go over to Europe and buy horses? Do you find horses over there like a lot of other people Yeah, I,
1: I mostly buy them when they're two or three years old, and I leave them over there right. um, and check on them. And if I think they're good enough to for our, our showing here, they come on over when they're four or five. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, a, I probably have 20, 20 horses over there now.
0: Right. Uh, they say it's uh, less expensive over there showing than it is in America.
1: It's definitely less expensive Like to show them over there. The, the daily cost of keeping them is a little bit less, but almost the same. But they can take them to horse shows and... Just work off the truck and get them some experience. Right, I heard
0: it was like 250 a weekend yeah. or somewhere yeah. Here it could be 2500 uh, or more. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like
1: like here it's like 3000 to show your yeah. horse that goes for the first time up there. and It's hard. So it's I, definitely better over there. I
0: had a couple. My first bill was like $5,000 for the two for the weekend. I said, wait a minute. That's
1: <laughs> it's almost it's a half a year for training racehorses. You know? it's, it's crazy. It's yeah. so expensive. And, you know, you want to show them. But you don't really want to show them until they're good, good enough to win. Right. They have to get some experience. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. So, and we're just here, so we don't go to any other smaller shows. So we'll, mostly with the young ones, we go up and do the warm-ups on Tuesday, and we might not even show them until the end of the season right? when it settles down and then go back up. But
0: mm-hmm. well, that's amazing. What, uh, what top horse do you have now that you, you're looking forward to go going on?
1: Um, well, for this week, I have uh, Betsy Parker's Hudson in the high performance, Nottingham in the high performance, we're always regular confirmation and Charlemagne in the uh, regular confirmation as well. And I have a course of my own called California Love that does the green conf. Yeah, so.
0: which yeah. is it's amazing. When the, what do you have any uh, advice for young people starting out in a business? How the how you were successful and what advice mm-hmm. would you have for them?
1: Well, I think finding someone that you believe in that will take you under the wing and, and teach you the ropes a little bit. And when I was younger, I pretty mm-hmm. much rode whatever I could ride no matter what it was just to get in the ring and get experience right. just to ride as many different kind of horses that you can and to go to the horse show sometimes and just watch watch the professionals and see what they do mm-hmm. that's, that's a good advice well yeah. thank you very much yeah sure and, no uh, we'll uh, be
0: in touch with you alright great thank you <laughs>